And a very warm welcome to the Bastards Inquiry Dante Meeting Preview. Yes, this is where the real flat racing starts now. Forget the guineas. Forget the trials, forget everything else. It's the Dante meeting at York. This is the creme de la creme of UK flat racing. And joining me to discuss the best prospects and best bets uh, for this week, it's my crack team. Uh, literal crack teams. <laughs> John Ling. Good evening, John. I'm sat here in just a rest with a tin of swarfager on. I've got, I've got, I've got this, I've got this uh, vision of, of, I don't know if you remember, Ozzy Novida's in pet. You yeah. know when he was talk, like wearing his like white vet, mucky white vest and then mucky white wire front, yeah. and he's wandering around. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's John tonight, ready, ready. Packed all my clothes for travelling. <laughs> I've got nothing to wear. I'm driving down in Western pants. <laughs> <laughs> an, an, an image that I will see later as John is coming to stay with me. And of course, if you fancy uh, meeting up with me or John, um, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> we're, there, we're there on Wednesday and Thursday anyway. If you drop us a DM, you can buy us a bottle of champagne each. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, um, is last year's Naps King. And he's Back on the trail, hunger is is Quentin Franks. He's, he's coming for Andy Richmond, who currently leads the naps table. Unbelievably, Quentin. Good evening. Evening, Lee. Evening, all. Yes. Um, okay, we're going to fire some bullets then straight away for our listeners. We've got best bet, same format as we do on the Friday show, which is the third, second, and first best bets. And um, Quentin, I'm going to put you straight on the spot. Uh, your third best of the meet, please. I'm going to go with, uh, as my third best bet at a meeting, um, Highway Grey in the 16.45 tomorrow uh, at York, obviously. Caught the eye first up in this, this season. Uh, just trying to bring up the form at Doncaster, not giving a hard time. Uh, further back than ideal in a, in a race where it paid to be, be sort of handy. Uh, soft ground didn't suit last time out at Thirsk. Again, sympathetic time under Jimmy Sullivan. Not hard-pressed, came home. Uh, came home well enough under under an easy ride. The, the seconds ran well there. Um, contact, he's won fours or to one a handicap at Hamilton the other day. Won the Montalban, pissed up at Ascot the other day, state of bliss. The form's strong. Um, he's now six below the last winning mark on a mark of 80, back on better ground. Trips are concerned. He's not won over this, but he travels well enough. And I think he does get the trip. Um all in all, truth be told, double figures looks wrong. He's 12 to 1 in a couple of places. Obsidian, Obsidian Knight's the right favourite. Uh, no qualms with that being at the top of the market. You've got horses like Robert Walpole, though, that hard puller that they're going up in trip with for some reason. Um, highway Grade yeah. for me, one point win, 12 to 1. You know, t- that's, a, that's a pretty good choice, that Quentin. And I'll give you two reasons why. Frog Eyes, Duran Duran Fentiman. Um, really fancies this um, and he was fuming that he didn't get on it because for some reason uh, I don't know why but like Thick Dave um, isn't on Highway Great Jimmy Sullivan is so Duran Duran 
was going berserk. They've made him ride the 50s poke, Bolly Margaret. <laughs> so, so nothing for Frog Eyes. Field goal, no good there. But yeah, the, the, reason, the other reason is that Adam Norman, obviously friend of the show and pundit um, on our show, he, he does some paddock reports that he sends me. And he noted it on the 9th of April, which obviously the last time it ran, yeah. as um, uh, this was his notes. He actually said, carried plenty of condition. So that's that's Perfect. that's exactly. So so you month, know it's month worth yeah. of graft in it. Yeah, typical Tim. You know, like happy Tim gets it gets it ready. Um, and 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 this probably looks a suitable target. So good choice. One point win for Quentin. Twelve to one. Good start for the for the bar stewards. Um, uh, John, um, your third best bet, please. My third best bet. I'm going to keep you all in suspenders until Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in the Phillies stakes race and I'm taking a chance on Girl on Film for Rafe and Ralph Beckett. She was sent for a group two on a second start, second time up at HQ. Ralph had her dropped out. Rafe didn't want this, but Ralph overruled. She was a little unbalanced going into the dip, I thought. She started sprawling about a bit under the jockey and didn't really cope terribly well with the, the dip, I thought. She didn't finish too far behind Jumbly on that occasion. And Jumbly was a bit more race-savvy for me. So, And this this really had the physical scope to suggest she can reverse the form. Jumbly's a fairly sharp price here. I have taken 12 to 1 about this, really. I think this is much more suitable course and distance for it, really. And uh, I, I like it quite a bit. Frankie as well, which I think is a plus. Well, it's funny. I, like I've got, I had two comments for Quentin on, on what notes I'd got, and there's another one for you here that mm-hmm. um, I, I, I like this filly a lot on debut. She, mm. Physically, physically yeah. very imposing. Good type, isn't she? Real good type. She she looked the type that's just gonna make a better free roll than the the one she was yeah. racing against at the new market. Like she. Yeah. Very much a free roll on looks. That's what I've got down on her. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's a cracking bet, John. And he's he's booked the uh, the, the eye tie, the sardine. He's up. The sard- yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, the sardine. He's on. Booked on Sunday. Believe he's on us. Yeah, the, the, the bullish is Rafe and Ralph. Um, be interesting to see what the brothers say if interviewed on the telly. <laughs> so that's one point win for John. Twelve to one girl on film on Friday. I can see that collapsing. It uh, could be a very, very shrewd bet from John there for his third bet. My third best bet is, again, on Friday, but there's a provisio with this because I don't see the point of you going in until um, it's declared because I'm not sure this will run, but it's in the, the big one on, on Friday in the um, the Yorkshire Cup. And um, I'm, I'm very keen this season to support Kiprios. Um, of of Aidan O'Brien this season, I I think this is a. I followed this all all its career really. I've got I've got financially involved with it, and I've got probably a little bit emotionally involved with it. Uh, I tipped it up in the Lingfield Derby trial last year, uh, but the horse clearly has issues, or or did have issues, where he's um he's a little bit tricky. You know, he, he was tricky when he won at Cork. Um, he was he was he was basically a bit. A bit, bit on and off the bridle, and a bit, a bit naughty in the Lingfield Derby trial. He then got withdrawn in the uh, upset in the stalls in the Queen's Vars. Had to be withdrawn, and then last time out, I saw a completely different colt. 
absolutely completely different now that could be does the horse travel it's ran twice in england and disappointed badly twice in england once in the zetland and once in the derby trial it could be um but i just i generally think that things like that are just generally down to maturity and and a horse and what i saw at navin was a was an absolutely wonderful performance um it beat its um it's Sibley, uh, Search for a Song. And, um, I mean, what a family it is, really. You know, you look, John likes going through, like, a decent mare and what they've produced. Um, and you just look at the the the, the prodigy of, of, of uh, the dam. Free Eagle, uh, Custom Cut, Search for a Song, Sapphire, Kiprios, Falconate. The list is endless. Amagrace, you know, it's produced one, two, three, seven horses, uh, producing ratings above 100. And Kiprios is such a slow bur- has been a slow burner for me. I think this could be a really big year for him. And against the principles, I mean, you're dealing with good horses here, but you're also dealing with horses probably a trip short of the best. For example, Trushan is probably not a proper a mile and three-quarter horse. You know, you, you, he's, he's probably a genuine two-miler. I think he's, he'd be fine at a mile and three-quarters, but is he going to produce his very best? Stradivarius is now eight. Scope wants soft ground, um, in my opinion. Um, Max Vega, I think, also might might want a little bit more cut, ideally. Tashkan definitely wants more cut. And I'm thinking, well, you've already just beaten Search for a Song at Navin, and, and the weld form are very out of form. So I'm thinking, if this is sort of like, when they declare, if this is sort of like five or six to one, that's where my money will be going. Um, I, I think this is the new kid on the block. And... Um, yeah, that's where that's where my money is. The provisio for my third best though is, if that doesn't run, uh, I'll give you a third best in the Hamilton, which is a split stakes wanker bet, half a point each on Cruyff Turn, Deja Vu, um, and Lion Tower, because I believe there's no pace in that race, and inside draws I think will play well. I think those two will run big and carry forward the form of the first cup. I, I, I think that's that's a good good little dual play uh grant chewers have been needing a run so that's my alternatives uh for, for for my third best sorry for the long-winded shite um so john i'm coming back to you for your second best oh you do get your collection ready my second best bet is highway gray in the 445 on wednesday bing bong yeah i'm absolutely convinced this could have finished an awful lot closer at Thirsk. The, the horse does carry away a bit of condition, probably not as much as Adam spotted on uh, the last day at Thirsk. I, I assumed one would straighten him up enough to go close. I actually tipped him that day. Um, I saw enough to suggest that the horse is very, very favourably handicapped. Um, I thought he ran on quite nicely through the line. I've no concerns about the trip whatsoever. I think you'll get a nice sit-in in this race. Um, usual York staff will come up the middle. Shouldn't be any issues about getting a run. I, th- I think he's a really, really solid H-way poke at 12. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that, that I will ring the klaxon. It is the klaxon because obviously what, what in my notes and 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 what Joanne Fentiman said, you know, he was absolutely sick that he wasn't on the horse. Uh, he says he thinks he'll win. Um, they've they've got it spot on. Quentin's tipped it. What more Where's do you want? Dave? You are. Where's Dave? He's not got right in the race. What's Dave doing? That's weird. 
Um, that's strange, isn't it? I don't, I don't actually know. I don't know if there's any kind of ban or... Dead, no, dead not sure. thing. Oh. That's weird. No, he's got no, no rides tomorrow. Unless I'm he's banned. banned. He's, back, he's back Thursday. Yeah, be banned. Be banned, that's what it is. That's, yeah. that's why... Uh, that's why Duran Duran's sick. He's not on, John. I, I think Dave's giving Ronnie nine round Fulford or something. <laughs> I see. I've seen Dave a few times. He he plays at Moulton, um, you know, at uh, Moulton Golf Course. That's where I've seen Dave a few times. But God knows, God knows if that's his home track now. Good golfer is Dave. Plays off five, John. Can't hit it very far though. You can't be thick if you play off five though. You've got to have some craft, haven't you? Well, you know he's not thick. There's only two people in the country think he's thick, and they're cunt. <laughs> Good old Indian, Indian jockey tits. We like that. Um, you, you, anyone that's not listened to that conversation before should go on YouTube and put Indian jockey race fixing tapes, and you'll you'll hear, you'll hear, you'll hear poor Dave going absolute lambasting um, from uh, Dwyer and Mulrennan, John. It were, weren't it? Two no account shit bags. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I'll, I'll before we come back to Quentin because I'm reversing it round. Um, briefly, my second best two twenty five York tomorrow um, is my second best. Um, very very keen um, on the David O'Mara trade Nomadic Empire. I think this will go off a lot shorter than six to one that's currently available. Um, it ran absolute blind on reappearance where it would have won really with any kind of clean run behind Avagodjo. It ran two stormers at this uh, course and distance last year, being chairman of the board and then fourth to volatile analyst on ground that had probably gone against him a little bit. Um, you know, once once it on top really, and and I, and the draw for me is is key here because the, most of the pace is all around him, and I think he can just for stall six is absolutely a perfect position. He could just sit stalk hopefully. And uh, get produced later on, and, I, and I, I, he's one of them that if anyone could get good each way turned on the race, if you want to play safe, this horse. There's not going to be many beating this horse tomorrow. So no, Nomadic Empire, very very strong. I am at six to one. I will be around the seven to two mark. I'll be seven to two five on this horse. I think it runs big tomorrow. Nomadic Empire two points win sixes. Okay, Quentin, your second best. I'm going to go for a bet in the Hambleton. I'm going to pose your two. I, I think there's a bit of pace on. I think there's a bit of pace wide. Isla Kai, Garden Oasis, yeah. and then the Coif Turn line tail push forward. I'm, I'm along your same form line to the first Cunt Cup. Um, I'm going to hope Duran Fentiman can give this a, a decent ride. And I'm going to put up Snash or Snash or however you want to call it. Um, yeah. Similar similar to lines of Highway Grey, it's taken a couple of runs to put him straight. He kind of caught the eye at Haydock first up, further back than ideal, not hard press, but was just getting there at the end over seven furlongs. Um, first cup, he ended up four deep, three deep throughout. There's no bad thing at first, but he kind of got hampered by several rivals coming into the straight, hampered again, and then kept kept on well enough. Um, Shannon's thing, which he finished ahead of, didn't get dropped. He got dropped a pound in the in the weights for a run. It was he was clearly unlucky in the run. Um, He's a pony, twenty-five to one. Um, I think he's capable of this, Mark. A couple of runs to put him straight. I, I like him at twenty-five to one. Two points win. Okay, that's a that's a monster, monster. I, I know you like this because on a previous show, you 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 felt that I think it was after the uh, the Boardman run. And yeah. You and you said 
that you'd love to see you'd love to see this one in a few runs, maybe back on the all weather, etc. And all weather hits and you'd be you'd be piling on. Um so yeah, I mean but like I say it's gonna it should be quick ground. There are showers forecast um at York tomorrow. Just briefly, I don't think there's gonna be much. And um it's pretty dry all week there. So unless uh you know they go mad with the water and I think it's gonna ride nice and you know nice good to quick ground anyway compared to some so at least it's not goodwood or haydock um you know we don't know what we're gonna get um yeah so, so snash a great bet there again this is this is a trend tim easter the tim easterby trend quentin's all all t- 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 quentin loves happy tim um i'm wondering if uh i'm wondering if john's um gonna go with it with his best bet on happy tim just to make it a happy tim sure so um what i'm gonna do john for the best bets, I'm coming to you. Uh, hey. Is it happy to Tim? Is it for? No, actually, Quentin's going to be livid with me over this one. Uh, this is in the far ten on Friday, and this is Hilt. Ooh, they don't run, no chance. Well, what do you think? I don't think I, they run. I, I think if this does run, I think this pisses up. To yeah. be honest, um, he'd be running two pound wrong, but for me, he'd rate a good thing. He just got up to beat Zimmerman at Rachel when he was set mm-hmm. what looked an impossible job, really. Two furlongs out, he wasn't winning anything. Um, he ran right through the line that day, for all the world, like it improved for 12. Any quicker than good ground would be a concern, but I think good ground would be absolutely fine around there. There's always a good cover in the grass. Um, a six-pound rise does not convey superiority in that race. He was ripping past Zimmerman at the line. He's still a little way off equal in the ratings of his two half-siblings. If anything, he is, say, as an upgrade on the other two. And uh, I, I think... Quentin's made a good pick there because I think he could prove quite useful in time this horse. Certainly considerably better than even his current mark. I can remember when um like God, it's thirty-nine days ago. Uh it's, it's time flies. Yeah. Um uh, I can remember after it raced, John, and me and you said, geez, you know, like obviously a, a very good pick from Quentin on, on the on the followers. Sure, Ed Franks. <laughs> and uh, what, yeah, but the thing the thing was, it was short Ed Franks that day, but it was much the best Franks. I mean, I mean, I mean, this, it was short Ed, but it could have been five or six, shouldn't it? It could, it could, it really could. I mean, it's pretty sweet. I, I'm one of these that I, I love a shorty. Um, I'd have loved to have seen this pop up in a in a. I'd just, I don't know, let's say not to 75, not to 80, and be, and be sort of seven or four, 13 away. And I'd have happily just started emptying, you know. Just, 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 I'd have just, just shut yeah, it more right, off. Because I, I think once people latch onto this, I think it'd be seven to four in this. I, just, I, I think it's just a class. I'm just one of these, like, where you, you, you're taking on, obviously, you're having to run faster per furlong. I, 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 take, I, look, I take the point on board. This is going to be miles better than 69. So does, does, so does it matter that much? If you've got plenty in hand, you've got plenty in hand. So it's one of them. Yeah, John, yeah, I like it. Is, have you seen any early prices? I have. Not pro- I'm, no, I'm, I, I, I'm perfectly happy to go three points to win. I don't envisage any danger if this runs. Interesting. There is 11 to 1 kicking about with Paddy Power. That's it. That's all oh, right. Oh, so Unibet even. Unibet even. 
Right. So keep your eye out. So we'll probably give John the 11s because we're like that. Um, anything to stop Quentin winning the naps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's so, that, so three points. Hilts he, at 11. Well, if Hilts wins, he could be hoisted by his own petard, as Reese Mogg would say. Yes, that's it. Yes, Quentin Chief Informer, and then yeah, like you say, he's put right on the chopping block for his, for his, uh, yeah, for his own exploits. Anyway, okay, Quentin, I'm coming to you for your uh, twa, uh, twa, twa points. Eurovision, twa points, this Eurovision. Yeah, it's like Ukraine have that wrapped up, don't they? Eight to eleven, Ukraine at the moment. That could be the nap of the week. They, should, they probably should be fives on the sympathy vote. It's going to be... It's going to be... I've listened to it. To me, it's one of those quirky ones that you can see some people liking. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. I can see four people across the whole of Europe liking it. (laughs) It, It entirely... Anybody that likes music is just going to switch that off because it's shit. I'm mad John's happy, John, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just superb. Um, personally, I'd rather be a backer at 8. Would, Quentin, would you be a backer Ukraine at 8 to 11? I wouldn't be a layer of it at 8 to 11. They, they win because of the sympathy vote, don't they? Yeah. What's I, I th- Belarus I think... got in it? You what, John? What's Belarus got in it? They're not. They, 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 I think. I think they. I think they banned them and Russia. I believe. I'm not. I know they banned Russia, but I know Belarus are in. And they took a bit of sixty sixes just for devilment. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. We're going to move on to Quentin's best now. Um, after Eurovision rubbish. Sorry, Quentin. No, that's all right. Oh, you got you got the United Kingdom third favourites. Wow. Incredible. It's actually, to be fair, to the UK, I know it's your Eurovision show. It's a good song. It's a good song. No, <laughs> you, you've got too much time on your hands, like, if, you, if you've got time to listen to Eurovision songs. I love the Eurovision. I love it. Anyway, sorry, Quentin, your best. My best bet is, oh, where's it gone? Uh, the 16-10 at York tomorrow. Um, you've got the... Gosden, the Tory thing, by out of China, he's taken up a chunk out of the market. They put him 11.085 to 4. Um, wasn't really too keen on him. I know he's, an, he's a nice model, uh, but he hung left, un, hung, hung right under pressure last time out. And I just didn't like him. They've given him 88, and I feel there's a lot of improvement baked into his price. Um, that, along with the, you've got a Group 1 entry at, at Royal Ascot. I'm keen to take him on with um, the Cookstown Cafu. Um, mm. I liked him as a type last season. Uh, nice model, going to make a better three-year-old. Uh, did too much too soon at York. Got picked off in a, a race that has worked out reasonably well. Richard Farr, he's the Blenheim boys now, rated in the 90s. Elas um, ran at Lingfield, didn't handle Lingfield, but he's a lot better than that. And Emperor Caradoc, um, he, he won since and then came behind um, the Blenheim boy at, at, at Ripon. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to make a better three-year-old. Um, he's going to prove better than a 79-rated horse. Uh, Doncaster race looks okay form. Um, three points winner, eight to one, I think, still kicking about. Yeah, another another good choice from you. We were on the same lines a lot, me and you. Sam Buru, I felt, was was very skinny for, for what he's achieved. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he might win, but five, I, I couldn't see five, five to four he is at the minute. I did find that incredible. 
Um, just absolutely he's, no he's value. A dirty looking bastard, and he's got horrible knees. There you go. That's from, our, that's from our paddock man as well. So you, you've heard you've heard, heard it here on the show. Cookstown Cafu, uh, Quentin's put some belters, some belting prices. Um, eight to one available for his three points. Um, if Quentin lands a treble, um, <laughs> we're all fucked. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, be off the Eurovision. Um, yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, get your t- get your tickets for Turin, Quentin. I want to see you in the audience, you know, <laughs> uh, swaying with the candles when you know Ukraine have won, you know that kind of thing. When when you've lumped on the eight to eleven, when when you pass posting because it's you're seeing it fifth, uh, a minute before everyone else on the screens. <laughs> Take it in the picture. You see Quentin with uh, Graham Norton commenting. Quentin's in the middle of a big group of benders having a bloody phone party. On we go. There goes your invite, John, when I land the treble. Yeah, yeah that's it. John's finished. <laughs> right. Uh, my best. Uh, yeah, save the best till last. After all these fantastic prices we've been tipped from John and Quentin. Here comes my uh, blogger, very best. I like a shorty. Nothing wrong with a shorty. Um, 150 at York tomorrow. Um, it's going to be all over for me, the Dante meeting in, in, in the first two races, because my best two bets are in the first two, and I'm hammering both. Well, I've already I've already I'm, tried I'm, to get on. I'm dreading half past two tomorrow. I know, I'm, 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 I'm You'll be sat there with a face like a fucking smacked ass for four hours. <laughs> It's true. It's actually true. One fifty at York tomorrow. The shirt, the the shirt is as as me and John have often pointed out on the show is the pound for pound the best trainer in the UK today. Um, you won't get a better trainer than the shirt. And Garcy, oh, yeah. Garcy tomorrow is is literally, I think, a. Oh, it, this, this is this is a real real good horse. Um, I, I'm I, I'm thinking this this season he he probably reaches 110. He's off 94 tomorrow. Won't have to get to 110 tomorrow to win this. Um, but he's a he's he's a really good horse. Some huge sectional uh, timing upgrades. I'm sorry to be a sectional bore at times, but when you notice things like this, um, I, I I don't think there's anything in here that is particularly like well in you know there is a good race there's some good horses everything else but if if i'm thinking garcia is going to be group three stroke group two stroke ebor class then then two to one is is got has got to be devoured and i know it's been bigger earlier um but you can't do anything about that i, I genuinely think it goes off a very heavily back favorite i'll be astonished if this has every chance and he's beaten um and I think, and and I think, chaps, we discussed this off air. If you if you um, if you win this, you're in the E boys. Is that right? Have we got this right? That's been yeah. the thing. Yeah, that looks the case. Yeah, like obviously the, the Sky Bet race to the E ball is probably a you know slight giveaway. But like we also said, if Forza Auto wins off eighty three and he goes up to eighty eight, well he, you know, <laughs> we, I don't know how you get. I don't know if how that applies. But anyway, Wait, but yes. Yeah, Run thirteen pound wrong, couldn't he? Well, that's it. Yeah, you you could so you'd be bottom weight essentially running fourteen pound wrong. I get that. Probably, do you know what? I'd make that more interesting throughout the summer. It's probably a really good initiative that because we're everyone's bored with these like really expensive handicaps and top top weights hundred and ten 
and bottom weight's like 98. It's like, it's a bit boring. Um, I'm sure sometimes we'd like to see a, you know, like something get in because it's won a, it's won a particular trial. That would encourage more horses then to try and go in and win a trial and you get their place. Off the proper mark though and get a fucking Panamanian emaciated git to ride him, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you know, D'Souza's off a lightweight these days. Is he still, he's still doing lightweights, I believe. Well, he hasn't been any winners, has he? He can't afford to wait. <laughs> King King Power sacked him. It's, it's disastrous. Poor De Souza. He's um, still. <laughs> it's like Uncle Rural Gourmet. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> in the pot, he puts anything in the pot. Anything. Absolutely anything. Um anyway, we're gonna move on now. So that's my best Garcia, three points two to one. Uh, a blogger. I bet your blogger's putting that one up. If he isn't, I'll be surprised. Um We'll go on to the uh, remainder of the uh, principal race at York. So we'll start on on Tuesday, where, like John's rightly says, I'll be heading hands early stages. Have I, have I just said Tuesday? Right. You know, so, I, I even put on my notes late. But Tuesday. First day, Tuesday. I, how long has it been starting on a Wednesday now? I just cannot <laughs> get fucking used to it. And, uh, we're not even editing this. It's funny. It's funny that I'm an idiot. But I mean, I mean, the, the other thing is as well. I mean, it's it's gin induced, you know, and you know. I, but I agree with John. It used to be Tuesday, didn't it? You know, it, that's we're all. Same going. with the Ava meeting. I'm thinking Judgment Tuesday, you know. And yeah, like, most meetings do start on a Tuesday nowadays. That's why I I put Tuesday down early. I was like, fuck, it's it's Wednesday tomorrow. Jesus. Yeah. Don't let them yeah. think about it for Tuesday though, because fucking Ava meeting will be five days then. <laughs> We'll have two sellers. No, no, actually, credit to York. I mean, everyone looks at the York pricing this week and uh, champions. I think you can have a, a, a county, a three day county stand badge, the best that they offer for 96 quid, 32 notes a day to see the kind Not of racing offer is very reasonable. Um, so, yeah. Oh, you can get into Windsor for one meeting for that. 30, I know, £31 Windsor plus a £3 fulfilment fee. Dirty Windsor, you know, to have 747s above your head all night, you know, and, you know, drowning you out and, you know, and £14 burgers. In fact, don't get me wrong, the burgers are good at these stands at Windsor, but it's like it, they're about 14 quid. It's just I could see me taking John down. I could take John down at Windsor, and that'd be that'd be it. He'd be he'd be, he'd be, he'd be miserable all night. He wouldn't pay fourteen quid for a burger with John. Um, <laughs> anyways, we'll start Tuesday. Um, Wednesday. No, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday. Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Wednesday, yes. Uh, right, Wednesday. <laughs> uh, I've tipped in first. So, you, in, on ITV race, you two, anything in here? Um, I have it on reasonably good authority that Just Trans expected to run pretty well. I don't think he's expected to make Gassy, but they, they are hopeful of him making some progress this year. Yeah. Quentin? Uh, just fine. They they pulled it out at Chester last week, didn't they? They declared it. Garcy looks the rock solid one. It's up against kind of a load of ones that don't have as much upside as him. Um, 
no bet for me in a race unless I tell you in on Garcia. There was nothing really that stood out that I was too keen on. Cool. Um, Two twenty-five. Then the uh, uh, the Churchill Tires handicap. Uh, I'll set this one out again, having tipped Nomadic Empire. Twenty. My my notes on Nomadic Empire. Moral winner of the day. Run should bring on tank for the race. Better than the result. Gaps not opening at the right times. Uh, clearly got the course form right side of the draw. One to beat. Um, Premier Power was semi interesting with the tongue tie first start for Happy Tim. For some reason, I keep having notes on his horses, <laughs> but he was with Varian last year. But I, I feel he's more of an all weather horse. Uh, Punchable Fly is one to watch. Hopefully, they run. This has a big, big race in him on soft ground. Yeah, when he drops down the handicap a bit. Yeah, but yeah. agreed. Uh, John? My record in York Sprint handicaps is on a par with. Harold Shipman's record at curing arthritis in old ladies. So I'll sit this one out. Brilliant. Three o'clock race um, is, I thought, one of the trickiest races to solve um, of the stakes races this week, uh, the, the Duke of York. Um, <laughs> uh, interesting race style. Um, so I'm surprised they haven't stripped it of him, John. It's because the probably the work masses haven't been on Twitter uh, complaining about the race title. I, I don't know if I can call the William Derby tomorrow. I'm going to ask him why they haven't got shot of him. Yeah, well, it, well. they've called it the, the 1895 Duke of York. So, yeah, <laughs> right, cover cover their backs somewhat, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, actually, I've just seen that. Wow. 1895. Any, 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 of you, any of you here, I just thought, again, like Minzar will probably be ridden the wrong way for this track held up, um, which, you know, like Minzar I'd be keen to sort of look at this season, uh, being, a four, being a four-year-old now, but but I was a bit worried that um, Ben Jim will drop him out and just, just sit there until late in the day. Um, um, you two, any thoughts on the race? I, I had a rather interesting conversation with my variance now over this race, actually. Um, he was adamant at first that Jagger the symbol had improved since he got there. I said, well, how do you know he's improved? You had nothing to do with him when he was elsewhere. Uh, <laughs> Fair point. He was a bit flummoxed at that. But he said, well, he's done well for us. So yeah. he could have been let down when he was with the other players. Archie Watson, wasn't he? Yeah, Archie, yeah. yeah. But he, he, he's adamant this is going to run a big race. Um, other than that, I'm not really excited about it, to be honest, because I, I thought a lot of the sprinters last year were much of a muchness, and this one kept finding one to tell good anyway, and he's a bit of a shit price, so I'm not really bothered. Yeah. Quentin? I'd probably prefer it if he gets bait anyway, and I can certainly snout, well, there you are, you didn't know he'd improved. <laughs> <laughs> You would as well. You definitely would. Oh, um, I would. I like pulling them up when they're talking yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dragon symbol brought me nothing but pain last summer. I, I played in 40s and 33s anti-post uh, for the Commonwealth Cup. 
to see him win the race and then get kicked out. That was a that was a tough take. Um, like you, Lee, I thought it was this and the Middleton were the hardest races um, in terms of stakes races. I thought they were both impossible and just there's kind of angles in and then you you look at that angle and you're like no. So it was one I I missed out on. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I think it's a well afternoon tea, John. Tomorrow we're we're in the Wayne Room restaurant. Afternoon tea. We'll we'll order afternoon tea for the for the for the for the eighteen ninety five Duke of York. Yeah, we get we get me gums around a nice strawberry flam. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, the Musidora. Uh Emily up John, a heavily up a heavily backed eight to eleven. Nice big filly. I again found this very tricky. I, I probably do agree that obviously. She should be favourite. Should she be as short, chaps? Should be shorter, shouldn't she? Okay. I mean, I mean, I, I was just thinking on the Sandown run. Obviously, that I, I know she was very impressive, and and I'm being I'm being a bit picky. That obviously I, I don't think there was much in behind her. But what do you expect her to do other than win nine and a half? Um, she looking at the times of the other races and bet and and. I'm a bit worried about Sandown time sometimes because the sprint race, for example, which is like tailwind all the way, they gave that a massive figure. They didn't take account for the wind for me that day. It was a strong tailwind. So I'm always wary of, of timed races when there is strong winds because you, it's difficult then to get a proper bearing. But I, I did I did come around that she probably ran to about 100 to 105 um, at Sandown. That was my... If I was asked to assess her that would be my um assessment so she's definitely the one to beat um so it's just interesting you quentin think she should be shorter well, you kind of she took them apart at sandown like you said she probably beat trees in behind you had the the eight for motion that came and won what was it 16 18 wickets at kempton which yeah. they, what was her time 77 77 on the clock with a, a two stone upgrade so that kind of ties in with a low low to mid 105 105 106 figure yeah. something like that um you look at the race there's not you could have been i know you were against her on sunday and it looked a bit deeper the race then but you've got the rag the beckett thing needs soft simcock thing even needs soft ground beckett's probably needs soft ground as well the algarve yeah fine it'll progress like like many of aiden o'brien's have and then you got Life of Dreams, who kind of half seemed clued up enough and was strong in the market on debut. Like I went four to seven, and a, and a tight four to seven. I was quite happy with four to seven on Emily Upjohn when I priced the race. Um, I'll probably play her at eight to eleven. There's there's enough percentage wise in it for me um, to have a stab at her. Um, but yeah. I couldn't put anyone off backing her for the Oaks. Uh, no, she's, she's four to one. She's four to one for the Oaks. If you want to play it that way, you know, if she wins, she's going to shorten. If not, then you'll they'll probably still run her because it's, it's not. It doesn't look a deep hopes at this stage, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, and I think that was John's reason on Sunday for you know looking at the Algarve because it, I think John John is like not enamoured by the Phillies. And John, the pedigree of the Algarve again, it's something to be admired, is it not? It just rakes. Improving Philly over middle distances this year. Um, mm-hmm. She'll be ridden handy. She'll steer the trip standing on her head. Um, I'm not entirely convinced Emily Upjohn won much of a race at Sandown. 
I know he cast, he cast thrown up good arses in the past. I think he was a friendly one at Maiden, actually. Yeah. Um, but, nah, I mean, 8-11, to 8-1, I'd, I'd be very tempted to play the Algarve each way, to be honest, two places, because I, I think she'll definitely beat the other lot. Yeah, good stuff. No, like I said, it's, it's an interesting choice. And... Uh, I respect both your opinions there. Um, so Quentin likes the eight to eleven. He thinks that's uh, that's good value and just should be a little, little bit shorter than that. And John likes the Algarve, and um, I'll probably touch the pair. <laughs> and, and, and then Apple Bill win with the carrots, big carrots, big carrots. Anyway, four ten. Uh, Quentin's already covered this in terms of Samburu. I agree that. I think that's my angle on the race. I'm probably going to lay Samburu, John, because I cut, there is no five to four shot in this. Um, I would have liked a bit, probably a bit more quality in the race to be more confident I'll get it beat. But mm. anything you saw here? I think Harlan Bale run well. Well, it's the same one. What's the other one you tipped to there? Is that the same ownership? What was it? Uh, uh, what was it? Oh, it's that one, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's like, I'm yeah. thinking the, the other ones ran today, I think, um, the, 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 the men, from the Menzies yard. But yeah, Harlong yeah. Bay. Um, yeah, your, your, your tip itself. 72 now. Yeah, um, I, I think this can go up to 80 over the course of the season. I don't know whether this might come a bit sharp for it, but um, I, still, I still think it's open a bit more improvement. I love the horse's attitude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't put anybody off backing it. I don't know whether I'll back it or not, to be honest, but I think it run well. No, it's not, there's not, there's not a lot of depth to the race, is there? You kind of ah, you no, go no. through them and Darman looks to have a lofty mark based on a an all-weather run. Like Code Purple, what was that run at Musselburgh? Like Harlong Bay, you know his attitude's there. You know he's he's decent jockey up in Joe Mason. Like, what are you getting three places? Three places, yeah. Looks fair at 14s each way, to be honest. Yeah, no depth, as we've said. Uh, okay, we'll go on to Wednesday. Uh, when, <laughs> we'll go on to Thursday. <laughs> we'll go on to Thursday's cards. Uh, people think I'm doing it on purpose now. Um, the 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 150 at York. Um, Rarcel for the uh, for the cock watchers. Um, uh, is uh, his favourite at four to one. Um, Copper Knight, uh, 13 to two chance. Absolute standing dish at York. Six victories um, over course and distance. Love that horse. Um, any thoughts here, chaps? Well, if Tim gets Copper Knight to win that, he's better than David Blaine, isn't he? Yeah. I think Dave's back as well. Back. From his, from his golfing day, John. Surely to God he can't win that, can he? I don't know. Well, he's off a career. I mean, I think he's won off 106 before, if I'm right. Um 104 is very high. Um, so I'm, it, it is a difficult task. Rarcel's drawn a little bit wider than I'd like if I was punting at a shorter price. Like Rarcel's probably going to be about seven to two on the day. And and you're looking trap 11. I, I don't, I just don't, I'm not a fan of double figure draws, at, you know, at York on the sprint course at the minute. So Quentin, thoughts? Uh, the one that I pondered putting it up as my third best bet, um, like you just said, my, the draw put me off in 12. Um, strong power. Um, clearly an improved yeah. for Alice Haynes. Um, turf marks of 87, so they've split the mark with its all-weather mark, but there's nothing really to say. I know his improvements come on your weather, but there's nothing to say that he doesn't go on turf at all. 
Um, he, he, he's bolted up at Lingfield on the turf course in a good time previously. He's got he's got turf form there, so he's um, I think eight pounds below his all weather mark. I think there's I think there's legs in him. I've got in my notes that that York's something they'll probably aim at early season. Sixteens um, and a place twelve gen. Uh, yeah, again, I want to see what the draw does tomorrow and then I'll kind of decide from there. But um, he was one that was in notebook and, and somewhat interesting. He was he was my big nap bet in the uh, listed race where he finished third to one night stand and Mondamage um, yep. in the, the, on the 26th of Feb. And, and I, I've always Wait, marked him... Mondamage in this? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I mean, John, you just said Monda Medges a nap, wouldn't you, to be out this week? Well, you have had your bollocks on, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe he's gone to the well too often, as Anthony. Maybe he had a nervous breakdown like that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no, certainly no, uh, doesn't miss a, doesn't miss a dance, does uh, does he dance card is permanently full. <laughs> that like man. Yeah, I, I like Quentin's choice. So it, like I say, stall twelve puts me off a bit, but I, I do like the horse. I'm like Quentin. I think. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, I, I think it's three figures. The, the penny ray doesn't scream all weather, you know. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Kodiak's Kodiak statistically, you know, a little bit better on turf, um, and you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not screaming. I've never screamed about an all weather pedigree for Kodiak. So, Quentin makes a good point. The Middleton, then, in the 2.25, a very, very tricky race. I was very underwhelmed by uh, Noon Star from the Baron mm-hmm. um, uh, at Nottingham. Uh, very disappointed, actually. In fact, if, in fact, if you're going on, if you're going on form and, and video and, and eyes and everything else, Vildy Grace is the other one. Um, you know, probably, well, not probably, definitely achieved more. Um, last time out, John. And a nicer type as well. I mean, she's a fussy, arsy bit bastard this month, star, isn't she? Not <laughs> much of her at all. Not much yeah. of her. Um, you can't take to her, you know. I mean, she's obviously got ability in spades, because, I mean, I, I, dare say, I, bet, I bet she works all over Vilda Grace, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, to me, this is absolutely no contest. You just go with the uncomplicated thunder kiss. From girl lions. Girl. <laughs> Do you think it gets away with ten though? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, like you said, dropping twelve to ten, John. Yeah, Night of Thunder, you know, he's a decent influence for pace. And there's another one in there who'll probably make it for him for variance. You know, they're not the after age people. That's the Gal Trees winner, wasn't it? The the at the Ebor the four bounds. Yeah. Um yeah, she she's progressive enough. Um, well, it's but again it's gonna make it a test that one, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Are we are we in the tricky camp then, Quentin? Are we we say Yeah, yeah. I, I did I didn't like Noonstar. Yeah, it was underwhelming what she did not in them like I know it was steadily run race and all that, but I think people have just thought, oh, it's Michael Stout. She's a, she's gone from three to four, she's gonna improve as, as many of his do, but like John said, there's not there's not much of her at all. Like normally, there's there's a bit of size and body to work with to keep getting progression, but this there isn't. And when when you look at what midday's thrown as well, that some Michael Stelts had, they had that midi that was a shit house, Mari shit house, <laughs> and mid mid term didn't really fulfil potential. You know, um, 
she she's not a brood mare that throws particularly likable stock. Although you, you know, there's like three black tapers in there. They're not horses that you take to and want to be betting. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Um I I I I dislike midday as a road now. Yeah, no, fair comment. What, what, what's she actually done on the track, though, this noon star? Like, she's best effort was in the probably the Ribblesdale, you'd say, mm. last year. Yeah, I'd, probably straight down. But what were the three year old fillies last year? Nothing. Like, it was a bad crop. So, I'd probably take her on with the Irish. I don't know what I'm going to do on the race, but it won't be back in noon star at five to two, three to one. No, I I agree with that. That's one thing you can't back because she she can be very flighty, very keen. Um, so that's one thing the Bastards will be avoiding is noon star. Um, case in point there from Quentin and John. Three o'clock is the Hambleton. Uh, me and Quentin have already had our say in this in terms of what we're expecting. John, any any thoughts for you? Could it be deja vu for Happy Tim and Thick Dave? It, it could be, but I, I don't feel I've lost quite enough on Trey Floor yet. <laughs> um, you know, I think I think uh, I, I definitely need to lose another couple of hundred before I can leave this one alone. Um, desperately in the first cup, cup, I mean, tearing your hair out wasn't in it, was it? Um, no. Just awful. Um, come on, Sil, find me a gap. Please. But, but but don't you see more of the same from Iron Hands? You know. Well, at least you're going to come up the middle. I'm, I would suggest. You know, I thought I thought there was two interesting ones actually. I thought that one and Gifted Ruler having its first run for Carlton Palmer. Yeah. Away from the Dascom Death Camp. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that remains a horse of potential. Um. Especially at the mile, mile plus even. I noticed he had, he had this house in the 10 furlong race later in the week. Um, good jockey booking as well. I'd probably play both of these. I've, I've got to play Trey Fleur because if, if he won, I'd jump off the fucking stand, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, and I'd have to witness it. But there yeah, we go. Exactly. Um, I don't, we don't want that. 3.35 York, then the... the Principal race of the week, the the, the Dante. Uh, what are we saying about this, Ute? I'd love to get you two's thoughts on this. Um, Quentin, I'll come to you first. It was. I I went backwards and forwards on the race. I wanted to kind of desert crown. I wouldn't say it was style over substance. There, there was substance there, but it was a lot of style. Um, different ground shouldn't be a problem given the way he moves. Magisterial, I didn't particularly like at 11-4, Run of the race at Leicester. Beat a well-regarded one that you had a shout for uh, yeah. from the Appleby Yard. But the, the fourth and the, the fourth went off odds on, the third went off odds on last night at Windsor, got stuffed. El Bogdan, yeah. run, run of the race in a steadily run race over at St. Cloud, beat the now Derby favourite, but was seen the best effect. I'm pretty sure that needs soft ground, given the way it moves and the fact they've campaigned in pretty much solely on soft ground. The one that I wanted to come back to, but didn't want to come back to, was Royal Patronage. And like York, where he's put, probably put up his best performance when when winning the Acom, I think he'll get the trip, but ugh, it's just a nagging doubt on my head that they're just going to gun him from the front. And 
I don't particularly want that sort of ride. If I had to have a bet in the race, it would probably be Royal Patronage at double figures. I think that's fair. I wouldn't I wouldn't be wanting to lay double figures. I wouldn't wanting to lay 15 to 2, 7 or 1. So I think I'm going to end up backing him for my sins. Mm. It's interesting you say this because that's that's where sadly that's where I I say sadly because it's the kilt um but but that's that's where I came down at. he's he's already nibbled that did touch fourteens into eleven to one at the time of recording but I still think that's big eighth in a guineas uh he's beat the guineas winner uh, albeit fortuitously um the, look, I think the mana course is about perfect for him here and mm. I, I don't understand why he's such a big price how, how can you have a horse. With an official rated rating of 99, i.e. magisterial, like you just said, that had the run of the race at Leicester. I do like magisterial. I think there's a lot more to come. But but, but Royal Patronage, an official rating of 112, um, and he's 11 to 1 versus 11 to 4. It makes absolutely no sense. And as much as I dislike the the handling of the horse and what the, what they what they've ended up doing with Royal Patronage, I, I just feel that this 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 could be his derby. Derby on the on on Saturday. <laughs> John, what what do you think? Well, we know for sure the Derby won't be his Derby, don't we? Well, yeah. So I mean, in all honesty, when you look at the prices on offer and the form and the ratings, there's only one else you can back, and that's yeah. right patronage. Um, oh, and that that takes a lot for you to say about giving yeah. the trainer, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, I mean, I, I genuinely despise the man. <laughs> um, I, think, I think he's an imbecile. So, I mean, to if this hadn't run in the Guineas, I'd, I'd have probably had a fair old tonk at this. You know, yeah. but I am concerned that it put in a, an absolute lung buster in the Guineas and was probably going half a stride faster than it would benefit from. For most of the race. Yeah. Now, whether it's come out of that fantastic or not, we we won't know. I mean, it's it's a typical kill hit and hope thing, isn't it? I mean, it was just going straight here, and then he talked him into going to the Guineas, and you know, if if he blows out here, he'll be at fucking Goodwood next week, won't he? We know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, eleven to one's tempting for a horse with. Such a good rating. I mean, for what it's worth, I don't make him 112, I make him 108. But that still puts him right back in it, you know what I mean? If he runs his race, he's got he's got to go well. That's the thing. Like you said, John, if he's not bottomed yeah. from the guineas, he's got to go well, you would got think. To run well. I mean, how, how could you take the 9 to 4 Desert Crown as opposed to the 11 to 1 list? I think Desert Crown might piss up, but... Yeah. You know, you're not being a clever by taking that price. No. If Tungsten threw in a signed autobiography, would you be more inclined to back it at 11 to 1? (laughs) No, because um, my my coffee table stands quite evenly. I don't need anything to prop it up at the moment. (laughs) Right, time's running short. So we're going to move just on to uh, just what the one race on the, on the Friday Yorkshire Cup, which I've already said said my opinion. Um, any views on the Yorkshire Cup chat? Hard knowing, well, not knowing what's going to run. Um, Stradivarius has come in for support, which kind of suggests that Trushan isn't going to run. Um, 
that's the only reason I can see that. Scope needs soft ground. Uh, Tashkan ran well at Ascot and probably needs easier ground, but had, everything else in the race had the benefit of race fitness. I'd like to see the final field before making any sort of decision, um, but Kiprios for the, the cases you made, um, more than fair, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's really up and coming. I think mentally as well. If if he repeats what he did last time and and he's, he's straightforward like that, head down, no no hanging left or right. He, he was absolutely gun barrel straight. I think if he repeats that, I think he's going to be very tough uh, for Stradivarius to beat because Stradivarius obviously got to give him the three pounds as well on official ratings. That brings him just about par, about a pound in it. And yet Stradivarius is going to be heavily bet with with, with the Sardinian up and and. Yeah, that's that's how that's how I I stood on the race, John. Well, for me, Joe Shannon scored for both Swamp Gullies, uh, strategy yeah. with pension. I was delighted with Kip Rios because I backed him uh, <laughs> when he won at Leopardstown, making his sister pointless. Most yeah. of Aiden's older ones come on for a run anyway, so you can factor some improvement into that. Really, I mean, you'd be seventy-five percent sure he's going to come on for it. I think he's right in the mix as a stair this year. And it's a yeah. good race for him. I, I think Aidan is absolutely mental if he doesn't declare for this. And uh, I've had a bit on. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, no, we're going gonna to wrap it up. We've run out of time. Um, we've had some fun. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. We're back on Friday as usual and Sunday with our normal pods. Let's hope some brilliant winners at uh, York this week. And we hope we will line your pockets with gold. That's all from me, John and Quentin. Bye for now. <laughs>